Yeah, this Devil's Moon update is cool, but um, is that on showdown? Yeah, I won't actually. Won't talk about it yet. We'll wait because um, yeah, it whatever. <laughs> Do you want to let us sit for a minute, or should we launch the episode? Yeah, let's just launch it. Let's just launch it. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, uh, welcome back, everyone. Episode. <laughs> I think this is going to be uh, so. So far, wait. Let me check the naming conventions because I think we're not naming these numbers. Yeah, I think firesides don't get numbers, but Fair I enough. need to check every time. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, firesides don't get numbers. Okay. Kill confirmed. Uh, this is going to be a. This is our follow up episode. We're recording right after right after fifty nine, but this is going to be your super special holiday bonus episode mm-hmm. because Josh and Teak want to break. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so this is going to be a fireside chat. It's going to be extra fireside chatty than usual. Mm-hmm. There's beer involved. We we have we have a beer. We have some cigarettes. Hey, we're le- we're letting it all hang out. I might light that fire. <laughs> Actually, I fucking should. Is it is it operational? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not an actual fireplace. It's electric. Oh, uh. <laughs> so it just pumps Maybe out heat and looks yeah. like a fire. The noise. Mm. It's a running fan, right? That's true. That's so true. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I haven't used it since it melted the power bar it was plugged into. <laughs> Probably a good thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to plug those things into power bars. I, I guess I guess now we know. Yeah, they warn about that on the. Instructions. I Do just, they? <laughs> I've never had hand. one. I never had instructions. And yeah, it, yeah, it melted that shit good. <laughs> well, Teague, I think this is the first. Uh, this is the first podcast episode we've ever done while having a drink. Really? I think so. I find that incredibly odd. We've had a lot of drinks after episodes. Yeah, well, a couple. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in a lot of different occasions, we've had drinks yeah, after yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I, maybe there was one time. I remember one time I came here and I asked you for something hard, and you got me something. Whiskey or something. Probably. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was before. I was having a bad day. Okay, yeah. And I think that was before we recorded. Okay. Oh. But it was really just a little whiskey. Yeah, you know? it doesn't count. Yeah, but not really. Yeah. It also wasn't in the context of sitting down and like drinking while yeah. we're recording an episode. Yeah, you want to hear the ice <laughs> tinkle in the glass, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So... I guess we should say real quick, uh, because these are going to be happening out of order. Once again, I'm your host, Joshua Osborne. T. T. Anderson is here also. I am. In body. (laughs) (laughs) In body, if nothing else. Uh, And this is going to be a little unfocused compared to... I did the questionable thing of listening to the first Fireside Chat post-launch DLC episode that we recorded before doing this one. So now I have lots of preconceived notions about what this should be. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that are 100% going to fuck with me tonight. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. <laughs> well, and also, more than anything, I, I really just felt like... I feel like this is going to be both because of how I'm feeling right now and uh, the way in which we're approaching this today because we're really cramming a lot into, like, one day. Um, so I'm a little bit more unprepared. Slightly, this this is, episode is slightly more unfocused than it's we... It's true Fireside Chat. It's true. Um, and yeah, so yeah, we have a topic, yeah. but I mean, neither of us has really thought too deeply about it, right? I mean, exactly. you a little more because you listened to the last one, but yeah, um, yeah. it's more like I didn't want to repeat myself. Yeah, fair not, enough. Not that anyone rem- remember from exactly one year ago, but <laughs> I, I said I was going to watch it and I didn't because I or listen okay. to it because uh, I, I was going through the other shit that, <laughs> from the last. There was episode. a lot of shit to go through, man. And I yeah, was like, oh. Yeah. It's hard recording two episodes in one day. Yeah. yeah, like it's not something I would do by choice. Mm-mm. Yeah, in previous years. I can't even fucking believe I can say that now. <laughs> but I actually can say in previous years, we were a little bit more on top of our uh, holiday schedule. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like we did a more, I think we did like, we did one episode and then immediately after one week we did another episode while I was releasing the other episode. Right, right, right. Of, you know, 
smooth things over a little bit. But um, yeah, like like Teague said, true fireside chat. I mean, uh, I I realized in doing my background research that even though the other one was a fireside chat, it was actually pretty structured. Really? <laughs> yeah, we had like a. I could show you. I mean, it's a kind of it's kind of fun for archival purposes for like historical reasons. But we have a really nice long uh, list of like all the different things to touch on, and like hmm. we did a whole structure of like the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we divided things sort of into categories. Oh fuck! It's coming back to me. Now. Yeah, we each had like one for each kind of thing. Mm. Uh, I had like a like a big sort of like a show notes document with like talking points that I've right. written down for each thing. What was your number one? We didn't really do... Oh, mine must have been Ghost of Tsushima, though. I mean, what... No, actually, I mean, ironically, well, Ghost of Tsushima was with the, one of the games you talked about the in the later... Like, that was, like, about 90% through the podcast. Oh, okay. Well, it's not what we talked about. I think what we talked about first was, I want to say, either Fallout 76, or I'm leaning towards Anthem, actually. Oh. We talked a lot about Anthem. Wow. It was a pretty fascinating... Yeah, that was a fascinating game. Interesting. Yeah, because wow. yeah, yeah. Anthem had all that, like, really messy launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it had, like... It's whole thing with Anthem Next where they want to do like a complete rework. Right. And then exactly, and everyone was like super psyched and like, that's a great idea. And then exactly one year later, almost to the day, they just completely scrapped that and were like, nah, we're not going to do this. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> like, that was misguided and uh, we shouldn't have put the resources in that. And uh, now we're just canceling it. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, the game had a real sort of like, uh, it was very up and down. Yeah, and it died with a fizzle. Yeah, it really did. Uh, it really, it really did. Oh, well. But, um, I, yeah, we talked a lot about Anthem. What was my first one? Here it is. Yeah, we had a big document. Look at all this shit. Jesus. And I had a bunch of, like, sort of just, like, notes of, like, questions at the beginning. You talked a little bit about Rockstar, just okay. in general. You know, like, both Red Dead and GTA. Mm-hmm. I think I touched on uh, Cyberpunk a lot. Okay. We talked a lot about, well, a little bit about Cyberpunk. I'm trying to remember now. I mean, gosh, I think we talked a lot about Anthem. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. funny. Cause, uh, it is funny. Yeah, we also didn't even touch all of the games that we put on the list. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair yeah. enough. But um, yeah, so I mean, you know, to do this post-launch content episode, I kind of was thinking in my head. I mean, one thing that I forgot about is that the concept of post-launch was like at least our idea of it from the beginning was not just that it was like actual DLC, actual no, expansions. No, no, it was it was like how they fixed problems, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, games that released broken. If seventy six and Anthem were talked about, it wasn't yeah. about the. <laughs> no, it wasn't no. about the I don't, DLC. I don't think those games even. They did seventy six did Anthem didn't have any DLC. Did I don't it? think so. No, no. no. but uh, seventy six definitely did. Yeah, um, but I don't think I ever did any of it. So yeah. I don't have anything to say other than I we really did talk a lot about fixing broken parts of the game mm-hmm. right, after launch and probably mm-hmm. how problematic a lot of that is and like how good it is that they do fix it yeah but how shitty it is that they release stuff broken yeah no for sure for sure I mean one thing I know we talked about in the first episode was uh you know Cyberpunk's rocky launch and the irony is like you know one year removed from that first episode we can actually say that I mean Cyberpunk today falls much more squarely in the category of like the ugly, I guess. Like it's it's sort of like it's not really good or bad. I mean, it had a terrible launch, but then the post-launch support was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And from what I hear, largely fixed the issues, this like the stability issues, the graphical issues of the game, bugs. And then at the same time, you know, it had a lot of cool stuff happen, like that Edge Runners update that I right. thought was like kind right. of a nice, you know, just free way to promote an associated television show. 
I kind of dug on that. I, I, I usually find that cross-promotion stuff maybe a little obnoxious, but for whatever reason, in this case, I liked it. I got to say, I'm still looking forward to the ARC TV show, the cartoon. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anything for a long time about it, but mm. I want to see it. Um, Isn't there a Fallout 76 uh, TV show, too? What? Yeah, I didn't know about this, but it totally makes sense given the, the, the that crazy fan sort of fan video, right? Oh, right. That fan video was dope, though. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, there's a Fallout TV show, apparently, um, with some limited star power, but it's got Walton Goggins. He was in um, Justified. Right. He's the bad guy in Justified, right? He's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's really nice. Um, he is always playing a racist. Have you oh, noticed yeah. that? <laughs> I haven't. Uh, Predators. I uh, didn't co- see he's... that. Was that the recent Predator movie? No, it was uh, three ago. It. The one on the planet with uh, Lawrence Fishburne? No. Adrian Brody? You never saw no. that? Oh, dude. And you said you have Disney right now, right? Yeah. Yo, check out Predators. Okay. Like, I can't it, believe... it is the Predator franchise. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. But <laughs> it's uh, Danny Trejo. Adrian Brody is the main guy. There's a shit ton of people, but I'll it's check it fucking... Dude, I loved it at the time. Yeah. Um, like, a lot. Hmm. Uh, what about... Didn't? Am I crazy or... I mean, this is, we're getting wildly off topic real fast. <laughs> it's definitely a fireside It's chat. a fireside. You can tell the emotional like uh, state we're at now mm-hmm. compared to... <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like my buddy Mike was telling me that Prey was really good. Yeah. That's also a Predator That's movie, the newest right? one. That's Disney as well. Yeah. Did you like that too? Oh, yeah. Huh. Big time. No, I really enjoyed that. Significantly more than the the one before it. Okay. Like so. Significantly more than Predators, or there's a different one in between. There's a different one in between, and I could be fucking up with the names too. Mm. Um, I feel like Predators was the one on an alien planet. Mm. Um, and then they did another one where there's sort of like a, a fucking super predator that's like. Uh, it, it was much more comedic. Okay. Um, you know, and I'm just gonna search the names no, so sure. I get them right because. Uh, Predator franchise Because yeah They did a bunch And uh, The one Yeah okay Predators was 2010 That was uh, That's the one I suggest You check out Mm. Then The Predator Is 2018 I did not enjoy that as much It had its moments But overall it was It pissed me off Hmm. And then Prey Is the newer one That's 2022 Right That's the Disney one And that was straight to Disney Okay. On launch. Um, and I have to say, like, Prey, to me, was one of the best ones. Hmm. Like, definitely it w- way up there. Uh, I'd say... No, I definitely would say it's one of the best ones. Okay. Um, What's it's the best one? The first one. Still the first one. Right? I think. Yeah. I mean... I think I have that on DVD. I wouldn't mind checking it out again sometime, too. It's been a while, but it's an '80s or '90s action movie, so take it with that. Um, of expect yeah. the over-the-top, ridiculous fucking two machine guns, <laughs> like you know the fucking uh, what the Jesse the Body Ventura with the fucking Gatling gun. You know, <laughs> yeah. like there's some silliness, mm-hmm. um, but because it was the first and it had such an impact on me, I say it is the best, only because of how I saw them. Mm-hmm. You know, now I wouldn't think it would be the best. Mm-hmm. If somebody like hadn't seen any of them and mm-hmm. then just watched them all now, I feel like they might say that Prey is the best one. It's maybe. 
Um, the Terminator franchise has, has such a clear trajectory of like, what are the good ones kind of thing. Like, I don't feel like two will ever be unseated. No. 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 I don't think two will be unseated, but I didn't mind. I really liked Dark Fate, actually. Dark it, Fate. It had a little bit of annoying shit in it. Oh, yeah. No, Dark Fate I was really significantly Fate. better than... Yeah. Uh, than I thought it would be. Off the rip, I thought it would be terrible. Me t- I was Yeah, I had, like, no expectations. Oh, I had expectations. Know? They just weren't good. Um, <laughs> and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of kind of whatever parts, but yeah. for the most part, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, just, yeah, considered as a film, mm-hmm. I overall, like, uh, I definitely liked it. Salvation was, like... Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that being really so-so. I dug it at the time. Um... A lot more than I should have probably, mm. and then I rewatched it later, and I was like, "Oh well, actually, that's kind of lame." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but at the time, I did thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, so whatever, I, it's a different setting, right? Mm-hmm. So all of the Terminators take place current time, except for that one, which right. takes place in the future. Doesn't uh, Genesis also? Wait, what did you just say, Genesis? No. What's the one with? Oh my God, I get a little. I need to look up the timeline. Okay, Genesis is the one with Daenerys that, that I think takes place in the 80s I think I'm thinking of Salvation Salvation was the one that takes place in the future Right Where um, uh, Reese is a, is a young guy He's the dead guy he What's played, the one uh, with Chris, um, the, the guy who plays Batman <laughs> uh, Yeah that's Salvation That's Salvation okay Yeah so he's John Connor And then Reese is the young guy Who was uh the transport operator or the uh, teleporter operator in Star Trek. Oh, okay. Once, right? He's played the Russian or whatever and he died yeah. a while ago. Okay. Um, he played Kyle Reese who is the guy that is supposed to be he is John Connor's father. Right. In the first one. Because right. he gets sent back. Yeah. So it just like kind of messes with all kinds of stuff yeah. and I dug it. I was like Me I, too. I yeah. enjoy that switch up you know and yeah. like just I don't know. I I liked it. The game has. I mean, that game. The the movie has really nice visual design for the yeah all the robot shit. It's yeah, totally pretty crazy. Yeah. But again, rewatching it, I was like, eh, not so much. Yeah. Doesn't hold up as much. And Genesis had its moments, but I don't know with Daenerys. For me, uh, Dark Fate is like firmly in my number two after Terminator Two. Yeah, I really like the yeah. first one also. Yeah, um, no, I'm with you. I say it's yeah. um, it's the only one that captured the spirit of the second one, and it doesn't do it as well. No, but it captures the spirit. Yeah, you know? well, it's yeah. actually kind of a little more horror than not horror, but it's actually scary. Like parts it of it are actually like, it oh is. fuck, like that is. It's a totally different feel. It is. From, uh, the first one, I guess, sort of had that too. It did. Yeah, it did. But it wasn't. I watched it again pretty recently. Yeah. Okay, so how about the third one? Uh, that one I yeah I mean I haven't watched since no interest don't do it can't even remember it like, don't do it I remember I think I watched like twenty minutes of it once and mm. I was like no oh wait you never <laughs> oh no I, in the like when it came out I saw it okay, okay but okay. I just mean it like it completely was like a yeah of course in one ear out the other kind of thing you know? mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so uh, holy fuck I'd get on to the franchise oh yeah predators yeah, it's a fireside <laughs> yeah it's yeah. <laughs> but anyways I strongly recommend watching prey and yeah. watching predators yeah. I might, um, uh, I might check it. What would, you, what would be your vote for like first one to start with? If I were to, if I were to do just one, which one would you recommend? Prey. Okay. For they're they're totally different movies, but okay. So insofar as you can say, there's a better one or a worse one. Yeah. Um, to you. I would say probably Prey. Filmically, if we can be highbrow. Mm. <laughs> 
They're such a different vibe, man. It's like as much of a difference between Terminator One and Two. Mm. Like, they're very different. Yeah. So like, Predators takes place on an alien planet. It's okay. the only one. So it actually dives. Praise on Earth. Praise on Earth. But it's old. So it's got the gun. You know the gun that Danny Glover gets at the end of Two. Uh, no, I mean I I, I remember he those characters. Gets an old musket <laughs> style <laughs> gun, and this touches on that. Oh, that's funny. That kind of sounds kind of cool, right? The least, yeah. right? Well, that's all yeah. right. And I then, love those um, little. Uh... But but then the one on the alien planet goes into lore on the predators. Uh, so like some of the hmm. comic stuff okay. and like the different breeds of predator. Okay. And like the war between the predators. Okay. And it's like it's kind of cool. Um, I dug it. So I think I'll like pray more probably. Yeah, it's because a, I, I, again, I tend to like stuff set in like a uh, real world more. I think right. I mean, it takes place in like seventeen, sixteen, something. Yeah. But um, it's it it kind of brings it back more to the original vibe of the Predator. Mm. Um, but well, that's cool. But pre automatic weapons, pre right. you know, well, it's that sounds they, cool. They have muskets and stuff, but yeah. like there, are, it's about um, the main character is a native girl. And like okay. her tribe and stuff and whatever, like, uh, and yeah, it's pretty dope. Like, I don't know. <laughs> cool. I, I, again, I gotta say, I liked it. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people didn't feel the same way. I think I heard a couple of people. Oh, well, a couple of people disagreed with me, but mm-hmm. I didn't really. I mean, yeah, we disagreed on it. Uh, I didn't see their side, you right? Know, and as to why they didn't like, I guess right. I could sort of feel it a little bit, but for the most part, I was like, oh, that's stupid. Like, what are you yeah. complaining about? Like. You don't like the fact that it's a female that, you know, is fighting the Predator? It's like, have you never fucking seen Terminator 2? Like, uh, <laughs> or Terminator? Or Terminator, you know, like, or yeah. Aliens? Or, yeah. like, yeah. if that was an issue, like, it doesn't seem like... Uh, you just wasn't making sense to you. It doesn't, it's you know, not yeah. a justifiable argument. Yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. like... It felt like they were... What's, there's a, there's, a, there's an expression for that. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're nitpicking. And when you're trying to find reasons that aren't really related to the thing itself. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there I may you. be some valid complaints with it, like, that I, I just... Uh, I didn't hear. I mean, you know, Terminator Dark Fate has extremely valid complaints about... Uh, it's yeah. got some really... <laughs> pretty rough scenes. It does. It does. <laughs> you know, it like does. that were very like when I saw them, like oh, cringe. very really? cringe, very like, cringe. Yeah, could you just get this out of my movie, please? But, yeah, but. the fact that they added the super soldier aspect, yeah, uh, they added. Uh, yeah, the Terminator mean, was completely different. Yeah, um, lore wise, it was like amazing. I just, you know, like, I dug it. You know? Oh man, yeah, like and and it, it definitely had way more good shit about it than mm-hmm. bad shit. The know, fight so. on the airplane as it's going down, I was like, okay, but you know. <laughs> I barely remember that. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> I, I believe you. <laughs> it was pretty yeah, bad, yeah. but. But I just remember that like really long scene where he's stalking them through the like warehouse or no, it's mm-hmm. like a security center or something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like, an ice facility. Right. That was really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, in- insanely well done. Dude, and yeah. I really liked the way that they played with. It felt so. Um, it felt so spiritually honest to the Terminator Two and One that I love because it really felt like they were trying to play with the idea. Of you don't know what the real thing is that's bad mm-hmm. for a while, in the same way that T one transitioned into, into T two, you know? mm-hmm. um, and that was amazing. Like, yep. uh, I was like, like, I really just appreciated the like, oh, you got what made these films good, cool, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that's nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'd say do pray. Okay, uh, do okay. definitely do both though. 
<laughs> right, like, right, right, right. if you have Disney for a month... If I watch one and I like it, I'll watch the other. Like, you have to just watch them. <laughs> Even if you don't like Prey. Mm. If you don't like Prey, you probably will love the okay. other one. And if you don't like the other one, you probably will love Prey. Well, Prey currently has the most recommendations for people I know. Well, it's the newest, too. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like... The other one is 12 to 13 years old. Um, really? 2010. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, the, But there was another one in 2018. Yeah. Um, and I think it had the... Is it the altered carbon guy? Joel, uh, Joel something? Yeah, it might be. I like him. It, it's either him or it's a guy that looks exactly like him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always get them mixed up. But but uh, again, it's... Um, yeah, I, I don't recommend that one. Okay. <laughs> um, well, again, if you're really bored, fuck it. Why not? I I'm watch, not that bored. I'm I never any, that bored. I watch anything Predator. I, I will watch anything that has to do with Aliens. I hear you. Predator. Terminator. Yeah. Um... There's certain Conan. Yeah. Like, uh, there's certain franchises that I don't care. Even if yeah. they get shit on and yeah. I know it's terrible, yeah. I'm going to fucking watch it. That's definitely the same reason why I watched Terminator Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I definitely, it's just, I was scrolling through movies. I didn't know what to watch. And I was like, oh, a Terminator movie. I don't even remember hearing if that was good or bad. I'll try. Do it. Yeah. You know, like 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's not everything. Like, I won't do that with a lot of stuff. But yeah. these are like childhood... Yeah, like these go deep, mm. uh, so I have to. And uh, and again, I'm a, I'm just a fan of the franchises, all of them. Yeah, uh, fair man, fair. So, yeah. and it's not like Alien never made a shitty movie. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. Resurrection. I saw that in theater. Uh, which one is, is the Canadian that, one? That's after Alien Three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's. Yeah. Um, I pretty much don't remember it at all. Sigourney Weaver's in it. So is I'm pretty sure Ron Perlman is too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it seems super Canadian. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even sure I know what that means. It means budget. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it means super low end. Right. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, man. It's bad. But I saw it in theater because I was like, fuck it. I need to is see this. Is she a writer movie in that movie? Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming back. Yeah, no, it was bad though, right? Oh, I mean, I well, that, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's exactly why I don't remember anything from it. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyways. Oh, actually, yeah. No, speaking of bad ones, AVP, the first one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stayed pretty far away from that. <laughs> Second one, Requiem. I kind of dug. I think I remember you telling me that time. Uh, uh, at least a lot more. Mm. And again, it's I have to do it if it's in these. You know, franchises. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're putting them again, because like, there were comics of it too, right? Yeah, that's true. I actually read. Uh, I read some Terminator comics. Is it? Yeah, I read some Terminator. Mm. I, I was able to purchase an anthology of the old comics. Wow, wow. And I didn't they even know they did it. Yeah, they were interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I didn't read a ton of them, but it was different. I just remember yeah. a ninja ninjas versus the predator. <laughs> and it was like I was like what like oh, I gotta I gotta check this out like super dope <laughs> but I mean That's again I, I was probably like 12 yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was quite some time ago. you also very much like ninjas <laughs> yo ninjas are dope man ninjas are dope <laughs> fuck yeah we'll return to uh, video games <laughs> what was your what was your tech ninja's name in cyberpunk again oh, did he even have a name he was bebopping all the time, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Bebopping and scatting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looking like an autistic guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember his name, honestly. It's going to come to me. It was something really silly, like a little, bo- little, little boy P or something. Like, uh, could it have been Boy Named Sue? 
Yeah, that's possible. yeah, I think it was a boy name too. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Mm-hmm. It yeah. might have even been simplified just like boys do or something. I think it was boy name too. Okay, okay. <laughs> I can't remember, but it said on your sheet. Yeah. Mm. But Sue was definitely in the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so should we talk about video games? Let's try. I don't know. I mean, let's try. To, I <laughs> mean, we? we're on we're on old fucking movies now, and like I don't know, a fireside chat's a fireside chat. You know? Fireside chat's and they made, that's true. they made a Predator game. They made a Terminator. They games. did. They did. They made all kinds of stuff. That makes me think of. Um, did they not? It's only tangentially related, but it's VGAs that we just finished discussing earlier. Uh, yeah, Transformers. There's a new Transformers game. Right. It looks kind of cool. I'm, I mean, my... I don't cur- care about Transformers my anymore. My curiosity is always there for Transformers, you know? Mine disappeared when Transformers came out. That, yeah. Like, I yeah. loved it as a kid. I was like, I will watch anything Transformers. They're making yeah. a live action one. I have to see this. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I think I saw it in theater. I did, too. <laughs> and I think I was like, what the... Fuck. Yeah, it was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Megan Fox yeah. and Shia I remember LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf more than Megan Fox. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that that really fucked me off. And then I did watch other ones because I was like, well, this has got to be better than the last one. This has got to be better than the last one. I don't think I was ever right. Mm. Um, they must have had one that was better than the first. But I don't know if I care. I didn't you know? like. I mean, I didn't like the direction they took it in. It, yeah. Was it Michael Bay? Yeah. Yeah. So like was. the the whole Michael Bay thing just kind of I was like whatever. It's man. too Michael Bay. I'm tired yeah. of that shit. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, my love for the franchise stopped at the cartoons. Mm. Um, but I remember in my like uh, I want to say early 30s, maybe late 20s, uh, I did like a th- I, I I went on a, th- a kick at one point in time where I downloaded like I burnt all the old uh, Transformers episodes. Okay. Nice. And I actually watched I think almost two full seasons. Whoa. And it was surprisingly good for really? something I watched when I was a kid, you know? Like, wow. yeah, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it's still a kid's cartoon. You know? 80s, 90s, yeah. But it had some stuff to offer. I was like, this is, I can see why I liked this when I was a kid. Fair enough. Um, and I still remember, it's been an awful long time since I revisited it, but I do remember really enjoying the film they made too. The actual cartoon, because they made a cartoon film. Oh, that I right? don't think I saw. It's kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I actually have that on DVD. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, all in all, that wasn't one of my childhood mm. cartoons. That actually, you know what? No, it, it, I know what it was. Um, it was the first live action movie. Just spoiled. Just ruined it for me. It just yeah. it made it made me lose all interest. The same thing happened with X Men. I ha- I I would have loved anything X Men. Like I would have. Yeah. I was super. I wasn't You're totally huge. on board. Yeah, I wasn't huge into <laughs> comics, but I really fucking dug the cartoon when I was a kid. Uh, I watched that I never shit saw the religiously. I heard about that, yeah. Dude, I watched that. I remember I didn't have cable as a kid, and a buddy in school used to record it and bring me a VHS with like a bunch on it. That's awesome. And it was Mulchen. You remember Mulchen? Uh, no. Um, but probably if I saw him. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, uh, Dude, that show fucking I loved it, and then yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. The sh- then the movie came out, and Rogue couldn't fly, and I was like, <laughs> <sighs> and and fucking Magneto was like shriveled old man, mm. and it, I just felt they missed the mark on so many people. They got Wolverine perfectly, yeah. Hugh Jackman, yeah, dead on. Professor no, he X, was, he was nice, phenomenal, yeah, like. Perfect, right. perfect, perfect, perfect. Right. Everybody else, Cyclops, 
Like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Storm? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, <laughs> dude, seriously? I don't even remember those characters. It's Halle Berry. Okay. Uh, with Storm. Um, Cyclops was some guy I remember I, in a bunch of stuff. I had his face in my head, but I can't remember his name. But he was so weak. Yeah. Um, and it was just like it was like yo dude this they is... wrote him pretty annoyingly <laughs> you know all in all that movie ruined my love for the franchise Fair just man. like Transformers did the exact same thing mm-hmm. so I guess like the difference between the Predator Terminator um, Aliens love was my original love came from the movies right Right, the live action. That's yeah. what I fell in love with. They never made a transition. The others, they never transitioned. Were cartoons that I that they turned into live action, and they did a horrible job. Yeah. Well, uh, horrible. That's my opinion. But yeah, I thought it was. It bad. didn't work for no, you. Not yeah. for me. Yeah. So I think that might have had something to do with it. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. But anyways, again, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that fucking long winded. <laughs> well, I mean, to come back to Transformers. Um, yeah, I mean, I did really... Well, I, I liked the cartoon when I was a kid, and that Devastation game was good. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it was really, you know... They missed the mark with, like, the equipment system and stuff, but, like, the visual style of the game, how it looked identical to the cartoon... and That's had cool. all the fucking original... Dude, it had like um, like seventy percent of the cast for that that uh, game is original voices. Oh, that's fucking awesome! It's amazing. Like, I mean, the, and for sure, Optimus Prime, Star Scream, Star Scream. Uh, the only one. Star Scream actually might not be the original, but I couldn't tell. Well, that's like, pretty it, good. It was a spot on, uh, you know. I, that <laughs> just as whiny and bitchy as. <laughs> dude, I've got that fucking voice still in my head. <laughs> it's a really cool voice, man. <laughs> cool is the wrong word. It's. Really I mean, like it's memorable. Yeah, memorable. <laughs> cool, not Star in the like. Star fits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> like the name for him yeah, fits. Yeah, but they definitely had Optimus Prime. Bumblebee did a reprise. I think they got the original Grimlock. Um, I probably Megatron was the original too. Okay. I can't remember. I just remember I, I researched it on IMDb at one point in time, and it's about seventy percent of the original cast. That's impressive. Like, fuck, man. Yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. Good for them. So all that to say, I mean, that game was neat, and like, uh, I don't have high expectations for a Transformers new video game, but, no, but you this never know. Cool. Yeah, it looked. This looked better than anything that's happened so far. Yeah. To yeah. me. Yeah. I just wish there would have been because there was like really like no gameplay, right? No. Yeah, I just wish there had been like a little bit of gameplay. Be nice. Yeah, it's kind of hard to but, judge, you know, a game without gameplay. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of, hmm. you can turn a shit movie into a good trailer. Yep. But I don't know if you can turn shit gameplay into a good trailer. You can. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, there's some. I'm there's, trying to think. Some now. people are really good at trailers. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, if you're showing gameplay. Yeah. Oh, you mean as in like you? If can't... there's actual gameplay in the trailer. Yeah. Can you make the game look good that has shitty gameplay? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Not I can't sure. think of anything. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think the answer is yes, probably. Um, just because you know, trailer making is such an art. It really uh, is. Some people are so good at it. That, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm pretty sure I've seen. Like, for example, like, the footage of... Here's a good example. That crazy weird game by that Chinese studio, FYQD Studio. Right. I remember what you... Bright, mem- bright, uh, bright Memory Infinite, I want to The say. one that looked unfucking real at yeah. the beginning, and then... Yeah. It looked kind of... Meh. Yeah, those trailers were awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And that gameplay was pretty weak. <laughs> but uh, I feel like that trailer was... Um, the original trailer that was so impressive was a vertical slice of 
of it before it was actually made. And yeah. Because wasn't it a Kickstarter? Uh, no. No, it was a one-guy studio. Yeah, it's though. a one-man studio. Right. So I feel like that trailer wasn't what the game actually turned into. Yeah, I, I that's actually a, you have, that's, that's a good argument. I yeah. mean, like <laughs> the all the enemies that may well be true seemed yeah. the same after. Yeah, the they did. It seemed pretty different. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I got almost like a Ghost Recon vibe out of the original. Yeah, and then. I got a fucking almost Fortnite meets Tenchu vibe out of the actual yeah, that's gameplay. Yeah, not a bad <laughs> comparison. Yeah, <laughs> Tenchu was a PlayStation One game. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyways. Back to games. Back to games. Well, that was game related, but uh, but in terms of it was DLC, at least game adjacent. Yeah. But yeah, so we're talking about post-launch content, right? Yeah. So what's your favorite post-launch content? What's my favorite post-launch content? Oh, that's a great question. I think I would probably still have to go with Artorias of Abyss DLC for Dark Souls 1. I think that's probably my favorite DLC ever. And how much uh, did that add? Actually a fucking lot. Okay. Wait, you mean in terms of like how much did it add to my experience of the game? No, how much did it add to the game? Quite a lot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I guess just realized the answer is quite a lot to both. Yeah, questions. right. right. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it, it added like a huge uh, area of the map to explore, um, like very, very big and dense. Um, gosh, it almost felt like it was like uh, again, I'm for sure exaggerating, but it felt like it was like half the size of the full game. It's not, okay, but well, it was a huge map to explore, like, cool. uh, and a lot of inter- interconnected. Because part of you know part of the beauty of Dark Souls One was how it did seamless level design in a way that made sense. Mm-hmm. So this giant area still was like a lot of sort of separate parts, but they all connected together in like a long path through the whole thing kind of thing. You, you never, like, warped to a different zone. Right, right, right. Um, you, you warped to get into the DLC because it was released after the game came out. Of course, yeah. Of course, but um, even that, they did organically through... It was really cool, man. Yeah, they added... Like, the way they do their DLC is like, so much better than other people. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like a really, really harsh critical judgment, but I gotta be honest, it's just... It's really neat the way they do it because they always bake them into the games... But it's never like it's never something simple. Like you go to a menu option, or you go to a right, portal. Right. It's like they insert a puzzle into the game that didn't exist previously that you have to go and figure out. Okay. It's That's really cool. cool. You know? That's cool. Yeah. So they like add like enemies or or locations into the game where something weird happens that was never there before, mm-hmm. and you have to figure out how to make that unlock the DLC. That's neat. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very neat. I mean, Old Hunters DLC too for Bloodborne. That's my probably my second favorite. Um, I played way more Artorias, Artorias of Abyss, but the Bloodborne DLC, I mean, it was really hard, so I never finished it, uh, ever, um, but it's probably the only game that I was really into that I've never finished the DLC, but, um, hmm. I still have, I've played, like, like, 60% of it a lot of times. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, like, yeah. and I always look forward to getting to it in the game. Nice. Uh, nice. And they do another similar thing where it's, like, it's really crazy, man. It's, like, there was this creature that you would find at one point in the game this like invisible Cthulhu god hanging onto a church hmm. that would like s- suddenly th- this vortex would appear beside you and if you stood in the vortex too long you, like the creature would manifest and you'd see that the vortex was actually in the hand of this giant weird Cthulhu god that was hanging off the church but you can't see it because you're not insane enough hmm. <laughs> yeah and you, you could actually get insane enough in the game to see it that's very cool but most of the time you're not you know so and then suddenly you see its physical form and it like crushes you in its, gri- in its grip and you just kind of die. 
And they made this thing. They turned that into the way to access the DLC later on. Amazing. It was it was incredible. Yeah. So so at some point in time, instead of him crushing you and just killing you, he would crush you, and then your body would sort of like dangle unconscious, and you would just wake up in the DLC. Awesome. It was really neat. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So just the way they handle that kind of stuff is just sort of so awesome. I love it when they do stuff like that. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And Artorius of the Abyss DLC, it even like. It, it, they created one of what was the most emotionally impactful things I've ever seen in a video game. I really like animals, mm. right? Um, like, I have a very... sounds weird, but I have an extremely close relationship with my cat. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> not in a weird way. <laughs> At least not in that weird way. Um, so, Artorius of Abyss... Dark Souls itself has what I would say is my favorite boss design ever, hmm. which is the Great Wolf Sif. It's like a giant wolf that you fight that I think is based on some kind of maybe Viking lore. Right, yeah, it's in Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok. Yeah. It's, it's in um, one of the Thor movies, too. Yeah, my, my Thor... Because I got Thor in Marvel Champions recently, mm-hmm. and like his ally is like Lady Sif. So I'm like, okay, this has to be like just sort of drawn yeah. from... Yeah. No, no, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, it was in, again, one of the Thor movies with his sister... Makes dark, sense. I can't remember, but yeah. um, I think she's the god of death or something. Sure. And she's got this big fucking black wolf. Um, oh, okay, interesting. So dog, the wolf whatever. mythology must go through all of it a little bit, too. I think I, so. I don't know. I think so. So Great Wolf Sif, the boss in Dark Souls, is, yeah, a giant wolf carrying the sword in his mouth. And he fights okay. with the sword in his mouth. Hmm. So he, like, swings it at you, but he's got the hilt in his, in his jaws kind of thing. It's really weird and different. Yeah, yeah. sort of like the, the fox in uh, Elden Ring. There is a fox boss that has a sword in his mouth. I'm. I mean, you must be right. I'm now wondering. He's, a, he's a reoccurring boss. boss. You, you find him multiple times. Fox boss, Elven ring, sword in mouth. Oh yeah, yeah, totally like the Red Wolf Radicon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Wolf. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was a fox. I mean, well, it's foxes red. are also red, aren't they? Yeah. No, it's 100. percent Looks like a fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, you're right. That must be a reference to the same. It's the same design. Yeah. yeah. So what they did was in the DLC. You could find Great Wolf Sif when he was fighting Artorius in the Abyss, which occurred in the lore of the game previously, but you had never seen in the game. You 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 find a zone where he's fu- yeah you have to fight Artorius, and the Great Wolf Sif was his like one time companion, but like turned against him because he had gone to the dark side kind of thing. Okay. So you can summon the through a series of like puzzle. You have to do this weird puzzle, and if you do it successfully, you can summon the mini Wolf Sif in like cooperator form for this one fight. Hmm. Right, and it's the same Sif as the boss that you fight at other parts of the game. That's cool. It's really cool. So then, if you do that, and also, and then you have to do this in the right sequence too. If you do that before you fought the Great Wolf Sif boss in the main game, and then you later go to fight the Great Wolf Sif boss, they change the video so the wolf now recognizes you, rec- recognizes you, and like it gets sad before he you before you guys have to battle. Oh, that's cool. It's crazy. That's really it cool. Blew my mind. Yeah, and you also. You know, like the fighting the boss in the main game is something that you typically do pretty early. So ha- having it happen in the right order is like a little unusual. Right. You know, right. like you almost kind of have to do it by accident. You know? Right. But uh, that's yeah, cool. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Nice. Um, so, I mean, that's probably my number one. Cool. Cool. Do you want to break? Yeah, I'm going to go feed them quick. Actually, I got to holler. So, I mean, yeah, that was my favorite DLC. What's your favorite DLC? <sighs> my favorite is, hands down, it's not really DLC. I mean, it. I guess it is, but it wasn't like, 
Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Mm. Just because it added co-op or multiplayer mm-hmm. um, to an already phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. And then they added the Island of Something, which... Island of Iki Island DLC. Iki Island DLC, yeah. which added like another 30 to 40% to the game, I hear. Yeah. I never played it, but that I didn't find so... I wasn't so impressed by that because I found the game long enough. Mm. So I didn't... Uh, but I also, I didn't finish the game. Because I, I was mm. going like kind of completionist. I was exploring fucking everything. Yeah. I was like... It was ridiculous. I w- went way overboard on on that game at the beginning. And um, so I never finished it. So I never had the desire to play more of the story. Right. But the fact that they just released a uh, multiplayer mode for free yeah, was, uh, like, unexpectedly, because they didn't say that was coming. No. Okay. No, it was, <laughs> it was a complete surprise. So yeah. to me, that, I think, takes the uh, cake. Uh, what is it, the Bob Ross happy surprise? Yeah. A happy, happy accident? Little, happy little surprise. Happy little surprise. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, I think for me, it's Ghost of Tsushima, strictly for that reason. Like, it just was so... It was so huge. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, again, it just, like, really blew my mind. Yeah, that uh, was wild. It was a completely yeah. different game. Yeah. Completely different. It uh, also, it's like, it's not that weird for games to add a new mode after launch, but it is weird for the, those added modes to be good. Yeah, and well, the difference I found, like I found the um, the game, the base game itself, really focused on realism, mm-hmm. and there was mm, at least the parts I played. I don't think. I think the closest thing to fantasy was you like followed a fox, right? You know, to yeah. a shrine or something like yeah. that. You know, and like pretty mild, very still pretty grounded. But right. then in this fucking uh, um, in the the multiplayer mode everything was fantasy mm. it was pure fantasy it was all demons and fucking weird uh, oni and like uh, the Japanese demons like I'm just like what the fuck the ghosts and, and all kinds of weird stuff like they really it was totally different from the base game yeah. and like I really enjoyed the realism part but I really enjoyed the fantasy part too mm. Um, and weren't you playing as like hunters sorry to interrupt you weren't you playing as hunters that were somehow existed in the lore of the first game already yeah, you were okay, right? so you were playing as legendary characters from the story right right so like throughout the the game you do certain quests to get like a, a fancy armor and you hear a bit of lore it came from this legendary thing or this bow yeah there was this legendary archer whatever and then that's who you're playing in the and I was just like what the Fuck, yeah. like that really impressed me. It's a really um, nice tie-in. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. I think that's one of the most impressive to me. But at the same time, um, Ark had so fucking much. Mm. Like, so they had the base game, and then they kept releasing new worlds, and it was like a totally different game, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, different dinos, different new weapons, new like. They just and there were so many of them. Yeah. Like I think there was like six or seven, hmm. maybe eight DLCs. Yeah, hmm. and it was like those cost though. Those weren't mm-hmm. those weren't free, but so much work went into it, and it was pretty much like a different game every time. Wow. Um, and again, cool. I only bought them way later because uh, I was playing official PvP with people, and um, we wanted to go to other worlds to get stuff. 
because you could transfer and bring oh, shit okay. back and whatever. And it's like, okay, well, we want to get this stuff. We got to go to this world. And I'm like, well, I don't have that world. Like, <laughs> or we're doing a boss of this world. And it's like, well, shit, now I got to spend 20 bucks <laughs> like, just so I do the boss there. you know. And So it turns out I think I own all except one, maybe right. two. Um, and there's a lot. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't believe you. I feel like that was one of the most impressive amounts of uh, post-launch content. Right. right. Uh, just, just again, the sheer quantity of it and yeah. uh, and the variety. Like, it was so different. Yeah. Uh, so I really did... I, I think that's got to be up there for me. Yeah. Um, and it's not one of the... Uh, like, that's not a game I've played the most of in, like, even close, mm-hmm. you know? Like, uh, and there are tons of other games that had great DLC. Like... For example, the, the new Conan uh, Age of Sorcery stuff. Like, I really, really, really like what they did to it. Mm. Um, completely overhauled the whole perk system. They boosted harvesting because it used to be kind of tedious. That kind of sounds like it's a different game now. It, dude, it is. Yeah. So like, what you used to, you know, there was always a meta um, that everybody would use, and it's like, okay, if you're gonna fight, if you're gonna be in big wars, like. You basically have to wear this kind of gear, and you use these type of weapons, and yeah. like that is the best. And they they were constantly tweaking that, but then when this update came, it completely changed the game. So all of the building uh, tactics, the stuff that made your base basically unraidable, um, that was gone. <laughs> now all of a sudden, a solo could do it, hmm. and do but with magic, right? And it's like so. There is no way for them to get, you know, you're on a pillar built way the fuck up high. There's no way you have anti-climb stuff. Not a chance that anybody could get up there. Now, if they have sorcery, they could summon a bat, fly up there, (laughs) cause a fucking lightning storm that just fucking destroys your shit. And, like... That's cool. Dude, it was nuts. Um, But the amount that they boosted the harvesting made it less tedious to farm. That's cool. So it was like, I think they did it. I think they went as high as like four times. Yeah. So it was like wow. when you hit a rock, you get, you know, six pieces with this type of pick or whatever. Yeah. Now it's Instead like you get 24. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. a huge jump. And um, I got to say, it took away, well, it changed the way that you play it. And it right. took away the tedium. Right. You know, like yeah. it, it just was yeah. like, now it was, well, just a hell of a lot easier to get where you're trying to go. It sounds like strictly more fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I was <laughs> impressed. At like, first, I don't see a downside. You know? At first, I was a little, like, unsure about it, but then um, I, I only played it for a couple of months, and um, I didn't go that heavy into it. Like, I never even really learned much sorcery. The people I was playing with, I let them be the sorcerers. You know? mm. And um, <laughs> and I just kind of stuck to what I sort of knew, but it yeah. was different now. Yeah. And I, like, it, it changed quite a bit. So I, I, I feel dope. like that was a pretty big one yeah. that I appreciated quite a bit. Yeah. And um Especially for a company that has a, you know, kind of rocky track record. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But again, even with that, like it is one of my top games. For sure. Uh, in terms of fun and yeah. stuff. And um uh, again, a lot of that has to do with the IP. I hope um yeah, I mean I you know, details are still extremely scarce about the Dune MMO, but I hope that you that uh, you know I hope they're able to sort of like strike strike lightning in a bottle twice with you with that. Yeah. Just because yeah. you like Conan so much. But it took know? them years to get yeah. Conan right. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, it was a buggy 
fucking mess. And they've been constantly updating. Yeah. Like, I don't know, an update a month at most. Right. For like <laughs> four to five years. Wow. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious when that came out, actually. I feel like it was 2015, 16. <laughs> but it might have been... I remember I bought it right away. Was it a full price game on launch? No, it was 55. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 2017. Hmm. That's pretty old now. Yeah. January 30th, 2017. Wow. So the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the beginning of 2017. Like, that's... That's pretty old. Dude. Yeah. Uh, so... I think it really only got into it only it probably only got to uh, a good state by like 2019 hmm. maybe and even still it had its problems um, now I feel it's quite a bit better yeah and like again to support a game that long mm-hmm. and to and to they just they just released the Age of Sorcery 2 like a month ago I heard about that yeah I still haven't tried it yeah I'm like fuck I, I stopped playing uh, PvP and uh Thank God that was. Uh, <laughs> it was fun for a minute, but um, I don't. I don't have that drive to like. I just don't want to be on every time. And the problem was playing on an EU server. Yeah. So the raid hours were between like twelve and five. Yeah. I was like, dude, I, <laughs> we only had one guy in the crew that was in the EU. Oh man. Yeah. Out of like eight <laughs> people. So. That's funny. Yeah, you get these like fucking messages at uh, two in the afternoon. We're being attacked. Get, get on. We need help. We need help. It's like, dude, I'm fucking not home. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like maybe we maybe we shouldn't have played on an EU server with only one person. You know, that's like, th- actually in the time zone. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I can say uh, one thing I did forget to actually mention during the VGAs. Um, or rather, it's it's related to the VGAs, but we were just talking about Cyberpunk, how it, like, kind of, you know, they actually did fix a lot of the stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of, I mean, uh, you know, for the same reasons that we were upset exactly a year ago when we recorded the first episode, like, yeah, neither of us is happy that they promised multiplayer and mm. did not deliver. Yeah. But if you put that aside for a second, in terms of all the rest of the stuff, it's been pretty good. Right. You know, like it doesn't forgive the things that it doesn't forgive not not delivering multiplayer, and it certainly doesn't forgive all the extremely nasty behavior pre-launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, the, just the the sort of like massive deception with uh, yeah, yeah, know, consumers and reviewers alike kind of thing. It, I mean, it's there's no way it was it was unintentional. They knew what the fuck oh, they were doing. Like, there's no yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. So. no, pure, purely greed. You know, Un- purely greed. Inexcusable. <laughs> you know, that's actually one of the things that I was thinking recently. The only reason why I'm optimi- I'm optimistic for eventually getting our Cyberpunk multiplayer because, you know, they had all that big roadmap of, like, all their... I hate the term roadmap. They had that big roadmap of all their, like, uh, upcoming shit. Mm-hmm. Remember that we went over? And yeah. definitely there's, like, another Cyberpunk game in the works, right? So it's almost like I feel like the one thing we can count on at this point is CD Projekt's greed. <laughs> yeah, well... And I feel like that greed will give us a multiplayer at some point in time. Well, they did just release uh, Witcher 3 Next Gen. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and, um, that's actually free too, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. I've heard mine, really good stuff about that. A buddy of mine was well, actually Bobby was playing that, and um, yeah, I mean, I tried it out again. Not the the new version, but um, I tried it out again. I don't know, maybe a year ago, and I have to say, it felt a little bit. Mm, it felt clunky. Mm. It felt like an old game. 
Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I can do like an old Assassin's Creed or something. Yeah. You know, after they've changed the combat system. Yeah. To like go back to the old one, it's yeah. kind of like mm, it, it didn't feel right. That's how I felt when I went back to die, die, not Dying Light, Dead Island. Dead, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Recently, I was like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> but that's even worse because that's another generation. Yeah. Right. Like that's a PS3 game. Yeah. So what, The Witcher Three never was on PS3, was it? No. No. I don't PS4. think so. Yeah, uh, PS4 game. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, The Witcher Two would have been. Yeah. That's but right. I think it only came to Xbox during that generation. I never played anything older. Uh, Witcher One never came out on consoles. No. Witcher, Witcher Two got only an Xbox release. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They weren't big at that point in time. No. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, Three. I I enjoyed it at the time. Like quite a bit And actually Speaking of DLCs Their DLCs were pretty dope I heard that The yeah. um, oh, What was it Blood and Wine I want to say Blood and Wine was one And then Something Stone about gambling Stone Heart and Heart of Stone Maybe I think it's Heart of Stone And Blood and Wine Or something mm. There's a vampire one And then there's like a Another one that has to do With like It opened up a lot of shit mm. And uh, you got Like new gear New Like all kinds of new stuff yeah. It was Cool uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. And actually, going even farther back, Skyrim. Skyrim had some really cool DLC. Did it? Yeah. I actually never tried any of its DLC. Okay. Um, I was kind of anti-DLC at that point. I still kind of am anti-DLC <laughs> in a way. <laughs> well, it's worth playing the... Well, that's a PS3 game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I bought the PS4 Game of the Year edition something. I don't know. But it had like all of the DLC on it at the time. And I was like, holy fuck, this is a different game. Like... This is a very different game. There's house building. There's yeah, like I, I remember that. Yeah, there was a whole new map, Solstheim. Um, right. Oh yeah. Completely that's new armor, new bad guys. New I never played that stuff, but I remember that the fact that it came out. Yeah. I I was pretty impressed at the time. Huh. Um, <clears throat> just they just added a lot. But to be fair, again, it was a PS3 game, and this was by the time it was on PS4, they released this shit. I think. So. I mean, yeah, it's post-launch, but it's it's also <laughs> post-console. <laughs> totally, totally. Post-generation. You know? But you're right. I mean, the Witcher free upgrade, by all accounts so far that I've heard and what you say, does sound like some really nice post-launch support. I mean... Yeah. For something that old as well. They don't have to do that. Mm-mm. You know, it, it, comes, it does come down to, like, as much as we like to shit on them, it's true. They don't have to do this. Well, no, but also because of... Remember how much um, the sales jumped on Witcher 3 when the show came out? That's a good point, yeah. So I feel like they kind of... <clears throat> they, I feel like it's not a bad move on their part because... The, there are people that watch the show don't have a PS4 have a yeah. PS5 and don't want to play a PS4 game on a PS5 that's a good point so they might pay or also for it I mean also maybe they you know they, as a company they understand what you're saying before about it being clunky mm-hmm. and they're like yes it is clunky so we would like to put our best foot forward in the sense you know yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense but I feel like it does open it up to a little bit more of a market yeah. Um, same with yeah. Last of Us, the next gen version right. of that. Like, there's people that the show's going to be coming out. I'm sure it's going to yeah, boost all kinds of stuff. Yeah. The, a lot of people are on PS5. They want, they don't want a PS4 game to play it on the PS5. Yeah. I feel like it really is probably not a bad idea for profits. I'm with you. Um, I'm with you. So, yeah. and oh, it's I not mean, like making something from scratch. No, true. Yeah. But also, my um, I have a I have a buddy who works at the grocery store near near my house, and he's a big gamer. And uh, he was playing The Witcher 3 update. 
And he was like, yeah, it's actually really good. He, mm. he was like telling me it's really good. I read online that they added a whole bunch of stuff and I was asking him like, you know, is the, is the new stuff cool? Like I heard that they made a lot of changes. He's like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, and I remember, I remember looking up footage myself and being like, okay, it looks like a little bit like a pretty substantial graphical update kind yep, of thing. Yep. Um, he says it's, uh, it's, you know, better poised than it ever was to be enjoyed now if you want to enjoy it kind of thing. So sounds pretty cool. At the same time, though, um, since Henry Cavill won't be The Witcher in the next <laughs> season, it's going to be at Helmsworth. Yeah. I feel like the show might not bring too many people in. Well, I don't really I, I understand how the show is bringing that many people in to be. Dude, I don't know how anybody even fucking tolerated <laughs> but, that show. But, yeah, uh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but people do seem to like it for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. People are dumb. I mean, whatever. Well, at least they had Henry <laughs> Cavill in it, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and he was a fan of the game. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. So yeah. again, that the Adds. fact that he actually had some—I don't know—it um, makes a big difference to me if the person likes the the character they're playing or like has yeah. some has some history with. Him. I I remember working on a trailer for uh, I think the I want to say this I guess we're coming into the third season. Mm-hmm. I remember working on a trailer for the second season mm-hmm. of something. And I was just really impressed by the chemistry that Henry Cavill had with whoever he was playing with. In the, it's a one little scene of like him talking to somebody in a bar, and right. it was just like a great scene. Yeah, <laughs> you I mean, know, the, I was the like, writers. I, were... I think I get why people like that. I mean, even it, though it I don't, was, the only thing to like about it was him. Yeah, really. The, yeah. the show itself and he was nailing it. Sucked. <laughs> like the writing sucked. Yeah, the acting. Yeah, the sucked. writing was pretty shit. The yeah. fucking makeup sucked. The mm. costumes sucked. Everything about it. Gerald's costume was good. Kelts was okay, but yeah. most of them were. His wig, though, was a little yeah, like that's uh, true. That's some true. of his uh, some of his stuff was not so great. Yeah. Um, even the combat was horrible after the first episode. Right. First episode, epic choreography. Yeah. After that, what the fuck? Um, yeah. But I feel like it was just a cheap sort of. I I don't feel like the people that made it were fans of. The actual no, I, I've actually listened to them talk a lot. They're they're actually not. I <laughs> they're think. really not. No, I think they were. Actually, <laughs> it's very clear. I think they were actively <laughs> trying to change it. Maybe, I and I, I think know. he was trying to keep it original <laughs> or keep it as close on to rails. The game. Kind yeah, of. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's some shit about some allegations against him on the set or something. I don't uh, fucking geez. know. All in all, um, I did not like the show. Yeah, the but the fact that they still are putting stuff out kind of cool it is it is and it does make sense to make an update for old stuff yeah I mean also you know Witcher 3 <clears throat> in fairness to what that game did for the medium because it did a lot I mean it really is one of the biggest games ever to be made it was a masterpiece so it's kind of like you could do worse than remastering one of the greatest games ever made right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. it's like like Last of Us yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and Resident so. Evil yeah totally totally um, they never they never remastered Resident Evil 1 eh no. That's curious to me. This is a little weird. Yeah. Because like I why? feel like that was actually... That one had the most character out of any of them. Yeah, yeah. I still remember that game pretty... I, mean, I can remember, Dude. like, a few scenes in it in my head, like, quite clearly. When you open that front door of the mansion and yeah. the dogs, what the fuck? Yeah. Or that first zombie you come across, and yeah. then it changes angle, and then you can't see what you're aiming at. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it was and cool, And the puzzles, man. and the crows, and the, yeah. uh, the piano, having to yeah. play Moonlight Snad on it. Like, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Some of that shit is burned into me. Yeah, it like, is a little weird. Maybe they felt like there wasn't it wasn't a meaty enough game. 
Like it would be too small or something? I don't know. I feel like they just... Um, I really feel like it was less action, more puzzle. It was. Yeah. And I feel like they didn't want to do that. Yeah. They wanted more action, more... Yeah. Whatever. I mean... Lean into the action, lean away from the puzzle, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And... Um, I think that that's, in, in fairness, I think that's kind of what people want. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. Totally. I, I do, too. It's I, what I want. I mean... <laughs> yeah, well... Not, like, I'm not saying I didn't like the first one. No, but I it's did, but... 25 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a very was long time ago. very early PC games for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was... Uh, I played that on PlayStation. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have a PlayStation f- at that point in time. I think that so was I had to play all my stuff on PC. First PlayStation game I ever had. I think I had the demo disc. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think, and then that had a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah. then I think that was the first game I ever had, and it definitely made an impact on me. Yeah, for sure. Same here. Maybe traumatized me a little bit. <laughs> uh, it was a cool game, man. Very. It cool. was cool. It was cool survival horror in like a world that didn't have a lot of AAA survival horror in that point in time. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Or puzzle stuff. Well, exactly. I'm sure there was. No, that, that, there was a lot of puzzle stuff. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. puzzle stuff in the horror? Well, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, one game that I did want to... Oh, yeah. I, I never I never finished my uh, Cyberpunk point. Uh, we just we, I forgot to mention that uh, they did have new footage for the Cyberpunk... Was Is it Liberty City? Yeah. I think so. Uh, Phantom Liberty. Sorry. Phantom Liberty. Yeah, the Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLC in, in the VGAs. And uh, I remain intrigued. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they showed a lot more gameplay this time. And what I'm also curious about is, like, is this a standalone game? Like, I, I kept a little bit of difficulty telling at this point in time. Hmm. I think it's believable that it might be a completely standalone product. I don't really? know. Well, they're exploring this part of the city that doesn't exist at the moment called Dogtown that, like, isn't on the main map, right? So... It's possible, and it, and just I feel like because they showed a lot of sequences of him like walking in areas, and I was just like, those areas don't really look like visu- yeah. visually like they exist in the in hmm. the in the initial game. Interesting. It makes me curious. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 really wondering if it's maybe just going to be a completely standalone product, but yeah, I do think it looks pretty interesting, and like the gameplay they showed looks pretty decent. So I know they can make good story because the heist was amazing. The first mission was incredible, like just incredible. So, you know, I mean, I have some curiosity because there's always the chance that maybe if this is like a smaller sized product, that like maybe they can do some of what they were able to do there in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, Idris Elba is a good actor. Yeah. Uh, will he add to this? I don't know. But although, why not? Well, certainly. You How could he make it worse, honestly? Yeah, t- I mean, totally. Also, you can't argue that Keanu Reeves being involved with Cyberpunk 2077 didn't help. It certainly did. Oh, God. And, like, I mean, he's actually... And Keanu Reeves is... uh, Because the main character is, like, unbelievably badly acted. Like, Mm. voice acted? Like, unbelievably bad. He's wooden as fuck. It's (laughs) like... And he's, like, a piece of shit in a lot of cases. It's really weird, you know? Hmm. But so Keanu Reeves is, like, the kind of the best part of that game in terms of acting. Right. And a lot of people complain about his performance in Cyberpunk 2077. I understand those complaints. I still kind of like him in it, but, you know. I just like Yana Reeves. I mean, he was Same never... Here. I don't think anybody really ever accused him of being a great actor. Um, he was enjoyable in The Matrix. Yeah. He was enjoyable in John Wick. Um, he was enjoyable in a lot of things. But um, Johnny Utah? Johnny Utah? Point Break? Oh, I never saw that. What? I know. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time I had the reaction. <laughs> oh, whoa. Bill and Ted? <laughs> um, I've never seen that either, actually. What? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So, 
yeah. circumstance, man. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, like, he was never a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. He did a good job in a few movies. I think he actually, you know, one of the funny things and is... he's probably better now, by the way. I, I want to say that. You know, like... Uh, yeah. I don't... I don't I'm trying to sure. think of it, actually. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I mean, not. John Wick, he's pretty Keanu Reeves. He's pretty Keanu <laughs> I mean, Reeves. He's pretty fucking... I saw that recently. Mm-hmm. He's pretty goddamn Keanu Reeves. Is Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves, I mean... Yeah, and the later <laughs> Matrixes, is is. too. Oof. Although I did... The I newer did, one. I did really like that new one. Uh, I up felt, until the end. I felt he acted. Up until movie. the end. And, well, well that's, before uh, that, yeah, it was before that actually. It, it was 100 percent before that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it it was phenomenal, and then at a certain point, it just fucking took a nosedive for the me. It totally did. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I was I was shocked in that movie. He crushed some scenes in the mm-hmm. beginning, and I was like, "What the fuck is this actual acting going on here?" I was like, <laughs> completely unprepared for it. Mm-hmm. And Carrie Ann Moss did, I would say, an even better job than him. Yep, yep. Like she really sold that. But anyways, uh, all that to say, I actually do think that um, he maybe arguably does some of his some actual acting in, in uh, Cyberpunk because the persona he plays is really a self-interested anarchist prick. And that's the farthest thing from Keanu Reeves' real life, right? Exactly. So. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, hmm. you know? Like, because, yeah, Johnny Silverhand is really a piece of shit. <laughs> He's a complete piece. It's kind of like... Constantine character a little bit. Okay, yeah. One of those people who's just Anti-hero, like hero, sort of. Yeah, like they will do the right thing, but they'll do the right thing by, in some cases, like literally causing the death of people of everyone they know and love, kind of thing. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. everyone gets sucked into their shit, mm. and like they will ultimately do a good thing, but they'll right. do a lot of bad along the way. Right, right, <laughs> you right, right. Anti-hero. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit like that, where it's like he accomplishes some good, but he brings a lot of people down with him. In, okay, you yeah. know, in both the video game and in the sto- the actual story of Cyberpunk, hmm. in the you know previous lore stuff. Right, right. right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of like it's sort of cool to see him actually acting. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if like, which I find it funny that like a lot of people complained about his performance in it, but yeah. Like some people say he dialed it in. Maybe he did a little bit, but I still enjoyed it. I don't know. No, whatever. Yeah, he's a lot better than the main character, that you can't argue. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. What else was a phenomenal DLC? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Hunt. Sure. Um, Hunt yeah. has been supported for since it came out, and there's been events forever. Yeah. And some of them are cooler than others. Yeah. This one that's happening right now, uh, I think it's two months, and it started like last week or something. Devil's Moon. The Devil's Moon, yeah. Holy shit! Um, like they're always adding new, new hunters and whatever. Like so, I guess that's something, but that's not really new content. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess whatever. Uh, new hunters, new it's stuff s- added, new like, skins yeah. and stuff for some guns, maybe some new guns, but. Um, the events are where shit gets weird, you know, mm-hmm. and like they're all sort of different. But this most recent one is way the fuck different. Hmm. Like it is, it changes the game a lot. Hmm. So there's still like you 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 did an event, right? Yep. I actually never did. No. Okay, so we, we've covered all of them in the show, but I've never played one. Yeah. Well, so a lot of them work like. Uh, could be like a pumpkin head or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like shit all flock over the place. Flock of crows or something. Okay, so one of them was you had to kill a flock of crows with poison to get the event points, and right. you had to kill armored or bug ladies maybe with a hatchet or something. Sure. I don't know some weird shit to get event points. You also got event points randomly in the world. They were co- sort of like uh, totems, like 
it could be like a scarecrow or something, and you mm -hmm. could either shoot it or you could interact with it, and you'd get more points. You also got points from looting enemy hunters and killing the boss. And there might have been a couple of other things. Oh, yeah. I think um, some of the clues were event clues that gave you points as well. Okay. Whatever. But this one, um, they added new perks that are specific to certain legendary hunters are locked in with these specific perks. So it's like uh, sort of like factions. Oh, that's interesting. So you have three factions. So like the, 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 sorry to interrupt you, the uh, legendary hunters you can buy, like the old ones you, you could buy a skin for one. Mm -hmm. They now always have a certain perk? Only some of them. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so like the, the hillbilly. You okay. know, uh, he's always locked into I can't even remember which perk, uh, mm. and like other hunters are the same. Um, That's neat. some of them are locked into certain perks, but if you take in a regular hunter and you get enough of these points, um, you get I don't know, uh, you get oh, what the hell are they called? Um, anyways, you need a bunch of points, you get something, and then you find um, at all the resupplies there are these three different things that you can sort of attune yourself to. Okay. Uh, the different perks. And they're cool fucking perks. <laughs> One of them, you can self-revive if you're a solo. <laughs> oh, that's neat. That's really yeah. neat. <laughs> another one, it's that's like... That's a good idea. <laughs> dude, it's... Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one, as long as you have enough of these sort of event points or... They're not quite event points. They're... There's event points, and then there's something else. I can't remember. Some other currency. Yeah, but you can only have up to four um, at a time. And when you die, you keep your fucking hunter as long as you have some of these things. Hmm. So you, wow, that's when cool. you when you go back to your menu, you've lost all of your gear, all of yeah. your, your weapons and shit. You don't have any of that. But you still have the fucking hunter. That's really cool. And if you... I forget how many it takes off, but... You can have up to four of these point things. I think it only takes off one or two. Um, maybe it takes off four, but uh, I don't think so. Um, so the next time you bring him in, as long as you get one or two of those things, like I've had the same hunter for like, I think he's died like five times. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I have this. this and he must be continuing to get experience the whole time. Absolutely. Too, right? Max level. Oh, that's nice. Max level. <laughs> yeah, wow, for nice. sure. <laughs> and all of the. If, I think, yeah, I think all of the XP that you get once your max level goes towards the event, maybe. Okay. Something like that. So, all in all, I'm like, it's going to take me forever to get through this event. I'm never going <laughs> to get through this event. It's not happening. I'm like, <laughs> you have to play a fucking lot yeah. to get through any it's of the events. Like that. <laughs> but yeah. the only one that I ever got close to finishing was um, you could buy these tonics that for blood bonds, mm -hmm. not hunt dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, and they weren't cheap. <laughs> like, uh, of and, course. And all it did was, when you were in dark sight, you could see the event points farther away. Mm. And it multiplied your total event points by like 1.5 if you extracted. Okay. Something like that. And it was like, okay. And Boogie was fucking crazy. He had, I don't know how many thousands of blood bonds he had <laughs> saved up at that point. But this guy was crazy buying the fucking Max Tonics and drinking fucking two of them and shit. <laughs> and, like, and we were just farming. As okay. well, so we would go in stealth, and then we would try and hit as many event points as mm -hmm. possible. And yeah, that was the one I got closest to finishing. He actually did finish it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the uh, the last prize was a legendary hunter, the plague doctor. 
Oh, so he nice. had that fucking beak thing. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so all in all, their events are fucking cool. Yeah. And they're happening all the time. Yeah. And in between them, they're constantly releasing legendary hunters and whatever. That's pretty cool. And weapons and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So it's like... I spent a lot... I mean, when I was playing that game, I spent a lot of money on cosmetics just because I was like... This game generated so much goodwill with me. That you feel like they earned it, right? Yeah, and because I, I also bought it on sale. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know You're what? like 30 bucks or something? Yeah, bucks? exactly, exactly. Like, after the fact, I was at one point in time, we played for a while. I was just like, I'm just going to buy some shit. And, and during COVID, they were the only game I'm familiar with that had a, a COVID sale. Oh, that's interesting. I think they went down. I, don't I didn't know, realize that. I yeah. think they took off 30 or 50%. Um, yeah. of the price of the game it's kind of cool for COVID because yeah. everybody's stuck inside they're like yeah. fuck it play we'll, some hunt play some hunt <laughs> and to me that Take was just your anger. the fucking coolest thing it's that cool. any game has ever fucking done yeah you know yeah. like I, I still really like how they redid there I, I gotta be honest it's like Women's Day has never resonated with me that much but the way they they redid the vocals with a female vocalist for the main song on Women's Day oh, yeah. I thought was one of the coolest like just small me. nods to and <laughs> did it. The song itself bothered me. I mean, oh, fair enough. I loved I, the I original, liked it. I liked and it, then yeah. that just pissed me off. I really liked the uh, female rendition. It bothered me. Yeah. It just like I still like to this day. I have the Hunt Showdown, mm-hmm. the whole soundtrack on my. Uh, it's a really nice soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but I always listen to both of them. Like, okay. I, you listen to the first one, then I listen to the female one after. Mm-hmm. I really, I really just dig both of them yeah, yeah. equally. But well, like or no, like it's still kind of a neat thing to do for Wednesday, right? Okay, yeah, like, very much. Very I wish much. more games would have done cool stuff like that. You yeah, know, like, again, awesome. it's just a tiny little nod. And mm-hmm. the fact that I didn't like it as much as the original means nothing at all. You know, yeah, like, it's just, yeah. it just, because that was all you heard for a while. Well, and I can it, relate to that. And I really yeah. liked the original. Yeah. I was like, okay, you, so you guys shat all over your amazing <laughs> music that you had for it. Yeah. For this? And I that kind of pissed from. me off. Yeah. I was like... Yeah. But at the same time... It's kind of like the same way that you're allowed to not like a female Constantine if you like. Yeah. You know, like if you are only exposed to a male Constantine for a really, really long time and then a new female one comes along and you're like, not so into that. By the way, I watched it. Did you? <laughs> Talking Raven. Patton Oswald. It is. <laughs> How far did you get? Far. <laughs> but is not the first episode not bad? It's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's actually It's really not good. I mean it's still not like My favorite kind of thing But it was decent mm-hmm. It was very decent But That stopped at the first episode Yeah um, <laughs> Hard <laughs> Yeah And already Couldn't you see the cracks Starting to The cracks appearing With Constantine Because mm-hmm. Constantine's in the first episode Right Yeah she's not in it She was like that pretty much rough For dialogue in the first, Okay well, uh, well. She is in it I remember the writing being like yeah, there's a lot of. She's very just like, kind of, nee, 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 nee. but it's know, not just her. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, the, well. I, I feel like that just kind of. I didn't get far enough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, don't. Thankfully, yeah. but <laughs> no, I know no, exactly. It was, it was twenty seconds of talking Raven, and then I was just like, nope. I'm not watching a fucking second more of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are mm-hmm. you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, and Lucifer's played by Brienne of Tarth. I think she kind of dug her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she's a good actress, and uh, I've always been... I, I, I'm into the idea of uh, gender Well, angels are genderless. With, exactly, and like I loved in the Constantine movie with Ken Reeves. Mm-hmm. Wink! Um, Fucking he, he, right, he was Constantine. 
I, I still really like that movie. It's a shit movie, but, but I, I really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, but Gabriel is played by a female actor. Exactly, and yeah. she's fucking awesome. But she's it's perfect Swinton, at being androgynous, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she is super androgynous. It's Tilda Swinton? I don't know is her it? name. She's been in a lot of stuff. Man, who the fuck? It's, yeah, it's Gabriel Constantine Video Games. Gabriel. It's Tilda, yeah. Yeah, she was excellent. Yeah. So, like, see, I'm not so against the androgynous thing. You know, mm. like that, I'm I'm on board with. I I do think so. But the fact that she's wearing a dress, um, Lucifer is wearing a dress. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so you're not yeah. going for androgynous anymore. I don't know. You're going for female. Yeah. And but that, I mean, does Lucifer even really have gender? I mean, we think of him as well, male. Angel, but angel, is he actually? No, no, no. Angels don't have a gender. I see what you mean. So what I'm saying is like, just leave it up in the air. Right. Instead of that makes a lot of sense. Switch it over to the. Uh, yeah. But to be fair, Lucifer's always portrayed as a man. True. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, and that can you can complain about that too because again, angels don't have a gender. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But most of the time, most angels or a lot of them are portrayed as masculine. True. Right. Like in yeah. Uh, Legion. Yeah. All that shit. Um, Pretty much all of the literature before like, really recently. Oh y- yeah 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 like all. Paintings and whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but anyways, uh, overall, yeah, the show is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of sucks. But I had to put it on because you talked about it being like decent <laughs> and stuff until this, and I was like, yeah. oh well, I'll give it a try. And I agreed with you. I was like, you know what? This is actually kind of decent. Um, the fact it wasn't for kids too, yeah, yeah. made a difference. It yeah. had some good, uh, some good brutality. Sure. Yeah. Mom's like, okay, I can see that, you know, decent. Yeah. Some of the demons were a little, meh, but you know. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> a little Disney. Me too. I was like, mm, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'll look the other way. You'll get a pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. It's pretty hard to look past the talking raven. Mm-hmm. Patent Oswald. Excuse me, a wisecracking patent Oswald talking raven. Because just to be specific, you can probably imagine in your head ways in which a talking raven may not be so bad. Oh, absolutely. This was not it. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I totally could see that. Yeah, um, yeah. But, like, you can't have such... Like, I can't... That's partially on, on me, though, because I can't picture anybody... He's got such a distinct voice yeah. that I can't picture anybody but him. And I'm like, well, like... So the raven was like this fucking tubby little loser in a past life? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why is he... Why did he become a raven? Like, but I his... Di- I mean, the raven's dialogue was pretty fucking annoying. Yeah. Right? Dude, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it would matter who... I mean, yes, well, Patton Oswald in particular, but... No, no, no but I pictured yeah. his face every time it spoke. Totally. The, yeah. the speaking, like... Yeah, the, he's got too recognizable of a voice. The writing for it was yeah. terrible, but I feel like if you did it with like fucking Idris Elba or something, and you had good writing, maybe it could have been doable. Maybe yeah. you know, like uh, a little bit more. I don't know. I honestly think even Patton Oswalt with good enough writing probably could. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Not. His voice is too high pitched and weird, and no. it kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a great voice for comedy, but plucky no, comic doesn't. relief was not. Well, yeah, I mean, because he's like. Obnoxious and like he was phenomenal in King of Queens, <laughs> where he played a super fucking tardy little shit. You know, mm-hmm. um, he was great in that. 
But but I mean, he can be a funny, tardy little shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. voice that makes sense for comedy. For that, but again, <laughs> yeah. not so much in stand-up. Like um, maybe I've actually never seen his stand-up. It's know, unbelievable. <laughs> I believe you. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like plucky comic relief was not what was appropriate for the tone of the show. It was just completely off with everything else. Yeah, you know. No, like, I agree. With everything they tried to establish in the first episode, it was completely off. Have we even yeah. mentioned what we're talking about? We're talking about Sandman. I think we did. <laughs> I don't yeah, think we, we did. <laughs> I don't because we started talking about Constantine. Oh, maybe. And then I was like, I, I watched it. Yeah. And I, was like, I don't think we actually mentioned that it's Sandman. Yeah. Uh, Netflix yeah, yeah. Show. Well, anyways, um, we should probably wrap this up. Um, what is there anything else that we'd like to? I mean, I again, I wrote down a massive list of like stuff that I could talk about. Okay, one more um, thing that's had an incredible amount of DLC since launch it's kind of mind-boggling that it's still coming out now because it's a PS3 game mm. is GTA 5 that's a good point because there's point. still stuff coming out yeah. to this day yeah. like I'm pretty sure they just released uh, something uh, some fucking drug war shit I uh, think I saw I remember some, seeing that something by. like that yeah. maybe an acid lab or something now yeah. I'm like just the fact that they're still adding shit this long later uh, this long after its mm-hmm. release um, it's kind of kind of gross because Red Dead has gotten so little <laughs> mm. but it is their cash cow and but that's always been the passion project right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and again it, the amount of people that are into GTA is like it appeals to so much wider of an audience mm-hmm. and uh, and to be fair it is a hell of a lot funnier mm. like it's really funny yeah so I mean hmm. But again, it's impressive just how much stuff they constantly are releasing. For sure, for sure. And if you take aside the... Um... For free, too. Oh, wait. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think it was for free. I think everything they've done has pretty much been sure. for free. Well, I mean, but it does have a lot of like, really, really intense paid paid stuff, right? Oh, yeah, you have to pay in-game currency, but um, you don't actually have to pay real-world money for it. But it's, like, really hard to get it with in-game currency? Not at all. No? no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Well, I mean... Um, it is if you suck. Um, but uh, no, um, actually. So suck less. They recently added uh, an option to uh, you use to get a private lobby. You used to have to change your internet settings. Basically, it was like a glitch. Okay. Um, and it was fucking ridiculous. But I had friends that would do it so we could get into lobbies without because you try and do a sale and like people just. You're fucked. Like, people... <laughs> toxic as hell in that game. Okay. Um, so you couldn't really get much done without a massive crew of very good people. Right. You know? Seasoned uh, veterans. And even still, you might not get as good. You know? The only reason that I got as far as I did was because the people I was playing with did this glitch to get us into semi-private lobbies. Or private lobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's an option. You can just put yourself in a private lobby. Um, hmm. That's a huge change it's that I cool. think is really well... I, I think it, it may be a little overdue, but yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's fantastic that they actually did that. Yeah. And the fact that they... That makes it a hell of a lot easier to earn money to buy all of this stuff. Yeah. Whereas before, it was like, well, fuck, I got to make oh, okay. three and a half million dollars. Like, yeah, yeah. But I only get, you know, a hundred thousand for this sale if yeah. I make it all or like half a million if I, it, whatever. It just, it was a little, uh, it was a little tedious before, but I feel like they've kind of 
up the ante a bit mm -hmm. and the fact that you can just get into a solo lobby now completely changes it totally and uh, the updates sound pretty from the outside I don't really know much about the game but they sound pretty overwhelmingly positive they're huge yeah they're not yeah. small updates yeah. so it's like uh, it's new businesses it's new stuff they like uh, yeah they've constantly been adding shit that's and cool not to mention the weapons the cars the vehicles like right they've been adding that stuff up the whole time but um, they added like completely new parts of the game mm. Like a new, yeah, again, new businesses, new, like you can own a nightclub now. Oh, now you can own an arcade. Oh, now you can have this. There's a casino. Now you can own a submarine that you need to do this fucking heist mission. And like, it's just like, holy shit. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So I got to say, kind of impressive. Uh, yeah, that GTA is probably one of the most supported games I've yeah. ever even heard of. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, Destiny, you know, I liked the support for a while, but... Yeah, but the sunsetting, right? Yeah. I mean, well, they also walked that back after a while, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which was just like, oh, guys. Really? Like, why didn't you just listen to us from the... <laughs> it's like, how, how did you not realize that taking away the guns that some people had played, like, hundreds of hours to get would piss people off. You know, it's like, it's... You, you made this content. Yeah, it's You deaf. made the content that took hundreds of hours to get. How would you not think... You know, it's just <laughs> a little nonsensical. But anyways, but I mean, you know, you were talking about hunt updates before, and, like, I wish that the, uh, the seasonal stuff for, De for, for Destiny had been, like, kind of, like, overwhelmingly positive, but really it was, like, super throwaway and nonsense. Mm. It's just, like... Not tedious, lame. It's good if you're addicted to the game. Yeah, but I was always that, it didn't I was always kind of sad when I saw a seasonal update come because I was like, <laughs> "Oh, you want me to pay attention to what now?" No, like, okay. Like it was not. I mean, some people said they liked it. I've I've I've, I'm, I've been out of touch with the Destiny community for a long time now, but from what I recall at the time, like most people liked it. I think. Okay. Well. So I just thought it was kind of uniformly garbage, except for the Halloween event, which I pretty much only liked because of the costumes. Hmm. <laughs> right. And you're a cosmetic guy. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a cosmetics guy. So you know. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's too bad they uh, they missed the mark with that, you know. Yeah. Because it, it's really nice. It makes me really. Uh, it kind of warms my heart to hear you talk. Hear you talk about the seasonal events and hunt. In a good light, because you know, I, I see it seen so much sort of negative stuff in, mm. uh, in Destiny. But um, I just feel like I've missed so much in the hunt sure. stuff, and like yeah. this event. Oh, what I wanted to say about this event though that kind of pissed me off. When the first day when I played, <coughs> I was um, floored when I loaded into a game, looked at the map, and realized that like half of it is on fire. Um, like it's like a forest fire. Okay. Half of the goddamn map is on is in flames, and Weird. like you can sort of make your way through parts. Like, okay. You can get if you're willing to take like a windy path kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can get through, but there's no cover, and you know, uh, like, wow. But I mean, also people can't really see you because there's flames everywhere. But yeah. I mean, if you get caught out there, yeah. like fuck, your options are run into the fire or like. You know, get that first shot because yeah. <laughs> you're probably fucked. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cool. Um, huh. It changed the game so much. And then I played it the next day and there was no fire. And huh. then the day after that, there was no fire. <laughs> and then no fire. And no fire. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Dude. And that's it. 
I think it has something to do... I don't think that they're going to be keeping the fire for the entirety of the event. It might only be like once a week. Right. Maybe huh. two days a week. I have Weird. no idea. But Interesting. I'm really hoping they bring it back. Yeah. Because it was cool. It sounds cool. Uh, I mean... Yeah. Uh, and the fact that they added a new map yeah. uh, a while ago w- was just like... And new bosses, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New map, new boss. One new yeah. boss. Uh, and there Still, is talk of I mean, a new, another one. Right. Um... So all in all, I really do feel like Hunt had some of the most support. Yeah, um, I could be totally wrong though. Like, com- like if you think of like Fortnite, Fortnite has right. had a stupid <laughs> amount of fucking <laughs> events and things and season passes, and now you can be fucking Spider Man. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with that game. There's all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah Boba Fett, Spider Man, fucking yeah, whatever. I I remember seeing. I can't even remember what it was now, but re- very recently, like some. New annoying character in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I, some no. PlayStation character or something. I don't know. And I have no interest in it. But um, you got to give some. I mean, we are talking about post-launch content, yeah, right? True, and it is true. a supported game. It is. Uh, it, is. Um, yeah, yeah. it has been the whole time. Yeah. So I mean, there probably are other games that I just haven't played that are up there as well, mm-hmm. and uh, should have been mentioned. But the ones I mentioned are the ones I've played. Yeah, that sure. I can think for of sure. too. Off for the top sure. Of my head. For sure. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'll give a quick shout out too to Diablo 2 Resurrected. I wanted to just say because, I mean, they didn't do much with that game post launch. They were just fixing bugs, right? Um, but then they had that balance patch, which was the first balance patch in 20 years. Right. It was the first time right. the numbers in the game have been tweaked in 20 years. And I just thought that was really cool. I mean, I was like pretty on the fence about it to begin with because I was like. I mean, listen, this is mostly, I think, my temperament as a person speaking, but the conservative side of me is like, mm, why are you changing something that right, worked right. for 20 years? Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, this is supposed to be a historically preserved version of this game. Like, how dare you mess with the formula? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I was like really like skeptical that it could do any good. But then, I mean, the, the, its development cycle, even just that was like really interesting because it's like they did a whole like pre-balance patch because it was announced and then it only finally came out on consoles like maybe like I don't know six to eight months after it was announced oh wow yeah because they were doing all this crazy I mean they, they put it only PC side first and they did a ton of information gathering like they did all this like beta shit where they're like gathering data from people getting people to play it you know it's not fully released yet but like these are the changes try it tell us what you think you know like and they did all this like crazy gathering of data seeing the effects of stuff on gameplay and you can even read blog posts of the designers being like okay this is what we did with everything and here's why and they like give like really in detail explanations of like the logic behind everything like this is what we want to encourage with this type with this change this is the types of gameplay we want to open up with this change this is why we made this change and then that happened people played it they gathered feedback, and then there was another huge blog post of like, okay, this didn't work. We're dialing this back to the original idea with this. This didn't work. They were doing this. It was crazy, and like a lot of the stuff they kept, you know. But there was this whole big process, and then like when it finally came out on console, unfortunately, like I don't have that much experience with the patch because I thought, I mean, I thought it was really cool, and I checked it out briefly when I when it came out, but. My time with the game had kind of just passed at that point in yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. You know, and like I'd already logged like 300 hours playing Diablo 2 or something. Fuck, you know? okay, yeah. And I was just like, I mean, I'd beaten the game on normal with like a few characters. I always play hardcore, so like, 
I think the biggest one was like my sorceress got to like level like 68 on like I was right about to get to the final difficulty level hmm. and I was getting so slack because like I hadn't been threatened in like way too long a time ah. and I comp- and I died so hard on Diablo hmm. the second time around you know and and yeah it was just like it was complacency you know it was just like <laughs> straight up like dude yeah that's, I got that's to... how they get you yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how no. they get you <laughs> I, and I really felt like when it happened I was like First of all, I was completely, like, I had this moment of, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. Because <laughs> I had I had so much fucking high-level gear on that sorceress, man. Like, she was kitted to the fucking nines, like, <laughs> and that build was so powerful. But I was also just, like, well, the game really earned it. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I deserve that death 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> and that really took my steam out for a while, you know. I believe but, it. But she was, like, 60, 66 or something, you know, like, 66, 68. Uh, anyways, um, so unfortunately, I didn't have that much experience with the balance patch itself. But I really think like it's it is a it's a cool example of like a really different post launch support because they also like they opened up builds that never existed before. Right, you right. Know, I like, remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah like they they're allowing things. But for example, the, the, I think the druid got the most sweeping changes. Like because they he had a big elemental tree and like you had to get every single ability on the tree to get to the final ones mm. so it made it so that if you were if you preferred to be in the shape shifting tree which is like a different page you have, you have to put a lot of skill points in everything right mm. so if you want to put enough skill points to use the cool elemental powers which the end elemental powers can be used in werewolf form you have to go through all these useless points that you'll never use right that's stupid to me it's annoying, anyways. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't it's like cho- that idea. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. I don't like it either. Um, but, but it seemed intentional, right? I don't have enough experience with Diablo two to be able to really say, like, an educated opinion on that. You know, fair enough. But anyways, um, so I just thought it was really cool that, like, when they did the balance patch, they completely modified the way that tree worked, so that now not only can you just go down a tiny little path that gets to it, so you can kind of like add it to something else. They also divided it in two, so that. The, the left side and the right side you can get to independently you don't have to put all the points into everything okay. so there's now actually like an Armageddon fire part of the tree that you can use in werewolf form you can also try the other side which is like the cyclone twister in werewolf form and neither of these abilities were accessible before okay, without cool. investing like 20 points or something you know so it just like it, it really changed the it completely changed the builds that work in the game that's cool um, yeah and they fixed a lot of the old powers that were broken since 20 years ago too oh good about time <laughs> I mean, I can see both sides of that, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy that they uh, they finally did. Yeah, it's kind of like ultimately more builds better, right? Yeah. So a, a wider meta is a better meta, right? Yeah. So, yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean that was another good example of uh, proper first launch DLC. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we should probably wrap this. I don't know what, yeah. you, what yeah. do you think. I'll give a, a quick word to uh, Marvel's Avengers before I go because I can't stop thinking about this game lately. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it? No, oh. um, but it's $55 now. Oh, okay, wait. It's, like, full price, you know? Yeah, give it some time, it'll I th- go down. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, the more I stare at that $54, <laughs> the closer I'm getting to buying it. <laughs> but I still feel like maybe, you know, the chance that it'll come on a sale for, what is it, Boxing Day? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Boxing Day, they usually have a separate Boxing Day sale, right? I would think, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they I mean, usually do. They have a massive 80% off, like, tons of shit. Mm-hmm. At the moment, sale, but I'm hoping, yeah, Boxing Day. It'll come. I'm kicking myself in the pants for not. Uh, I saw it on sale for like a lot off, like oh, yeah. a few months ago or something. And How much? Just, like, 
probably at least 50%. Okay. Maybe more. Hmm. It might have been like 10 bucks. No. <laughs> you know? Okay, that's right. Uh, I wasn't that into it at that point. Though. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. And I mean, that game still, it's kind of like Destiny, and it, it's it's probably going to get, there's actually, there's some interesting articles out now that, I mean, I don't think anyone cares enough to read, but uh, I found something on Xputer has a, a kind of a post-mortem exclusive Marvel's Avengers Imperfect Past, Present, and Future. Uh, it was posted only two weeks ago, so it's kind of kind of new. And they sort of delve into just, yeah, the, the whole cycle of this, like, really, like, sort of, like, troubled game that, mm. um, you know, did not well at all. Um, and it sounds like uh, Crystal Dynamics has officially stated that they're going to they're going to sunset the game in 2023. Oh yeah. So that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to shut down the servers, um, but it means that uh, they will not be pro- they, they will officially not be producing any more content. Okay. After 2023, we have no idea how long they'll keep the existing content open for. Mm. And there is still some plans to there was a bunch of sort of like leak stuff that that's visible in the files of the game. I believe references in the last product that was released that is maybe the female Thor DLC. I'm, I'm not sure. But they discovered a bunch of like unused sound bites, I believe, that were installed with this patch uh, that reference characters that are not currently in the game. Okay, you're right. I remember you mentioning. Yeah, so I mean, the, the thought from like the community is that this is probably because they're probably going to do a couple more things before they sunset the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're assuming that like these characters would, Will point, come. would point to that, you know? Uh, so it's not like the so the 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 updates will end in 2023. There might be a little bit of a last hurrah before it happens. I still want to try the game. I mean, it also sounds like even if they sunset in 2023, another good reason to not pay full price for the game because it's like that's another really big funny thing with post-launch content that I thought was kind of interesting to bring up is the fact that like games get shut down nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Never happened before. Well, yeah. So, like, the worst kind of post-launch content that can happen, which is just, like... I mean, Ubisoft is particularly notorious for it, but just, like, completely shutting things down if they're not successful enough, you know? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I... I, I take issue with it to a certain extent um, with current-ish games. Mm. I don't see a problem with it with old, old shit, you know? And, like... Well, Marvel's Avengers is, like... It's not an old game. It's, uh, it's twenty seventeen. Is it really? It's oh wait, it was revealed twenty nineteen. Okay, no, it's pretty. It's pretty recent. And I, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, it's wait, what? I feel like it was twenty twenty one or something. See, if it was twenty sixteen, yeah, then I could start to swing a little bit more towards it and be like, well, you know, um, like I wouldn't care if they. Yeah. Stop supporting PS3 games, you yeah. know, like uh, <laughs> that I haven't played in five years, yeah. six years. Like I, me too. Then I'm like, okay, whatever. I understand that, but yeah. you know, before a game that isn't that old, I have a I take a little bit more of an issue with it. I completely agree with you, but also uh, Marvel's Avengers is a 100% categorical, I believe, uh, economical failure for them, <laughs> and also almost a 100% critical reception failure for them right like by all accounts the game is deeply flawed at best right perhaps still enjoyable but deeply flawed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and i I, I, this is kind of there's been lots of games like that there has there has and 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 they're still going and like again that just gives it a that just means it has a chance to turn around Mm. right so again I, i i sort of understand but i only really understand when it's older Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that we're, this was a PS4 game, right? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, it so has a PS5 version, it, but it, 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 it was sure. a PS4 game. Yeah. It was a PS4 game, and we are on PS5 year two now? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So again, that starts changing things a little bit as yeah. well to me. Yeah. But um, at the same time, I would be pissed if I paid $80, $90 for a game, and then like, and I was into it, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's just not playable anymore. Well, it kind of leans me towards the side of like, yeah, maybe I'll definitely wait for this to be on a sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> if I spend $55 on a game that ends up getting shut down a year from now, I'm like, eh, it would at not sa- feel... I, although a year is a long time. Yeah, at the same time, like, are you really going to be playing it in no. a year? I really just want to try it. Exactly. I so... really actually, I mean, that that's a really good way of putting it. I actually just want to try it. And for something that I really want to try, maybe $55 is not that bad a price. Uh, I think that's pretty high. It's pretty high. I think that's pretty high. high. I think, you know, 10 bucks... It seems more justifiable to me than River City Girls 2, but... Oh, yeah. (laughs) You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It's insane that game is that... that, that No, that's nuts. That's totally nuts, yeah. That's wild. It's wild. Uh, But I I think Hunt was 50 bucks now. Yeah. Or 55 or something. Seems reasonable to me. Yeah, I mean... It seems even maybe a bit cheap to me. Maybe. Um, I'm on board with... uh, I would be on board paying 70 bucks for it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like it's earned that. Yeah, same here. And yeah. and it goes on sale now for like fucking 10, 15 bucks. Like, but the narrowness of the experience makes it feel more appropriate. The slightly yeah, no, price. I understand what you're saying. Although definitely worth it at that price mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, I think we should probably wrap this. Yep. Sounds cool. good. Do you have any last uh, last will and testament? No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the GTA, I really wanted to Happy mention. Happy New Year, Arc I guess. I wanted to mention. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Happy New Year. Because I think the next episode is going to release before, yeah, before New Year's. So, Happy New Year. Okay. There yeah. you go. If you have any resolutions, now's the time. <laughs> yep. Yep, because resolutions are uh, always work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, Such a stupid fucking thing. It all comes from a place of wanting to better ourselves. But, yes, they don't really work. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I think, and I think that more or less comes down to bettering yourself is hard. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I think people often have unrealistic goals, um, or, yeah. or Wish, not, wishful thinking. Not so much unrealistic goals, but unrealistic. Yeah, well, no goals. Fuck it. I mean, I think people need to aim lower. Yeah. <laughs> um, so be more pleased with smaller accomplishments, because if you you know you say you're gonna do something, you're gonna fucking you're gonna quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the first, you just completely quit smoking. You cut it out entirely. Mm-hmm. Within a month to three, chances are you'll be back in some form or another. Right. I think your better bet would be like, my goal this year is to quit smoking, but I'm not going to go cold turkey. I'm going to cut it down to a half a pack a day for the next month, and then I'm going to cut it down to a quarter pack. You know, like mm-hmm. smaller goals, yeah. more realistic yeah. goals. You know? Or even like if you quit for three days, but then restart right after, then you've done no no favors to yourself. Or looked at from a different angle, it's still really cool that you quit for three days. Like that's still valuable. I think reducing is better than cutting out entirely. I and, think you're probably right. And I think it, but, but it's still an accomplishment. But I think to just not smoke for three days but, if you smoked every day for like ten years before then. But I think setting your standards so high or setting your goals so high mm-hmm. is pretty much. Like, it makes it that much more unlikely that you'll succeed, mm. and um, and you'll probably end up feeling worse about yourself mm. for not succeeding. Maybe you know? so. Yeah. Maybe just lower the goals a little bit, <laughs> be a little more realistic, and like, yeah, have some New Year's resolutions like I'll smoke less or mm. whatever, or I won't, 
I don't know. But um, <laughs> I've never, uh, I haven't done the New Year's resolution thing for a long time. Neither and when I. I did, I shot high. <laughs> and I was like, this was stupid. Like, this was, uh, I, I lined myself up to fail. Mm. You know, like, I should have lowered the bar, had different expectations, and maybe I would have succeeded. But the fact that I just, like, shot for the moon, it's like, well, obviously I can't throw to the moon. <laughs> so let's just. Well, there you go. New, the New Year's resolution street, you know? to have less crazy New Year's resolutions. Yeah, there you go. There you go. If you do do it, Maybe take those goals a little bit lower. Mm. <laughs> Maybe aim for something that you can actually shoot at. Feasible, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, sounds good. Well, Hope you all enjoyed the show. And we'll see you next uh, next year. We'll see you next year. Talking A. All right, bye for now.